You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of the TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. Howdy. From Kindred Spirits Canine Education Center in Vista, California. We're going to have some fun with this show. We're going to talk about some fun games you can play with your dog. In some of our past podcasts, we've talked about basic obedience and household rules and house training, and that can get really serious and downright boring after a while. But training shouldn't be boring. It should be fun. So we're going to talk about some games you can play with your dog. So hold on, take a listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick Dog Boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A-B-O-N-E. Dash to dash P-I-C-K dot com. Pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick. A-B-O-N-E dash T-O dash P-I-C-K dot com. Get 10% off with coupon code PETLIFE. Hey, all you dog stylists. Are you on the cutting edge of canine design and shaggy chic? Groomer Has It on Animal Planet is now casting for Season 2. Groomer Has It is looking for competitive dog stylists with amazing personalities to compete to become Animal Planet's top groomer. $50,000 grand prize for the winner, plus weekly compensation for all contestants during filming. If you have what it takes to be the top groomer, then audition for Groomer Has It today. For more information, contact Catherine at 310-727-3337, extension 71272, or email groomer has it at gmail.com there's nothing like a shaggy dog baby they're shagatelic and this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets oh yeah so stop by our pad every week and get switched on baby switched on to the show that's all about attitude oh behave with your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. 
So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika. With me are Petra and Kate. And we're going to talk about some games you can play with your dog. One of the first is the Find It game. Looking for things in the house that can turn into a useful thing. You know, whatever happened to the idea that our dogs were going to bring us our pipe and slippers? Because nobody smokes pipes anymore. (laughs) And everybody goes barefoot. (laughs) Considered bad for your health. (laughs) Your your health or the dog's health, depending (laughs) on your slippers. (laughs) No, the pipe. Oh, the pipe, the pipe. Okay. But the slippers idea, you know, going and getting something and bringing it to you has come under the purview of service dogs, which is useful. But why not just have your dog do fun stuff for you, like find your keys when you can't find them. Mm-hmm. But just to start and play a fun game, too, play Find the Treat. So I start with a dog by having him sit, having him stay, and I'll take some treats and I'll just put them out on the, in the room. The dog can see me doing them. And then I tell them, find it and take them over the treats and let them eat it. Rough game. <laughs> yeah, real hard, you know. <laughs> After a while, though, you see the light come on and I say, oh, find it means I'm going to go get a treat. So then you start making it a little more difficult. I may put a uh, newspaper, piece of newspaper over it, just uh, a book over it or a pillow. Ah, the old IQ test. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good. Of course, in behavioral terms, that's called uh, environmental enrichment. Yeah, that too, but it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we're trying to do fun. Not obedience, fun. And then build up to it. So I I may have the dog out of the room while I'm hiding. And then bring them into the room and say, find it. Um, If they look at me blankly, I take them around and show them how they can find stuff. Putting them under shoe boxes, uh, under plastic flower pots. Play the, uh, what do you call it? The, the shell game. Shell game. Take, shell three, game. take three bowls, invert them, mix them all up, put a treat under one, mix them again, and have the dog find mm-hmm. where the treat is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they choose the wrong one, you go, oh, well, too bad, sorry. And then let them try again. Mm-hmm. When you hear the silly the right one answer. I taught, Keely? What? What? Fine. We all have cordless phones. Uh-huh. Okay, if you have a teenager in cordless phones, oh. that equals disaster because it rings. You're like, where's the phone? Well, you know how we watch our dogs watch us uh-huh. and study us? Well, Keely obviously watched and studied me going crazy as I'm trying to find a phone. So she actually now, if I hear the phone ringing, where's the phone? She'll start running around the house. And she'll actually find it easier than me. And she'll stand there and she just kind of cocks her head all cute and looks at me like, hey, it's over here. Hey, mom, look, look. Found it. Oh, yeah. So, and it was funny because I didn't officially teach her, but I think her watching and following me around like, what's mom doing like a crazy woman? She started the game. Cool. And now it's like, Keely, let's find the phone. Is this ringing. (laughs) So does it still work if Kayla changes her ringtones? No, this is the home phone. Oh, the home phone. Oh, the home, the home phone. phone. Oh, yeah. okay. We have one okay. ringtone on the home phone. Okay. All right. Because yep. yeah. that would be interesting with the cell phone is if you change the ringtone, would it still work? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't tried cell phone. <laughs> well, I just would like to find my home phone most of the time. <laughs> Asking her to help you find it when it's not ringing, too. Yeah. Um, Usually, I don't care. It's when it's ringing. I need it. <laughs> Although, I put my cell phone down the other day somewhere in the house, couldn't find it, and Walter did help me find it. Yeah. He actually picked it up. It was a big breakthrough for us because the first time he picked up something metal. 
That was very true. He did pick it up and bring it. Okay, he dropped it four times on the way to me, but still. Um, hey, he, he tried. He did. <laughs> and he did it. Okay, listeners, practice with a dead cell phone first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just in case your dog crunches too hard. And just in case he drops it on the concrete or ceramic tile floor. <laughs> or you heard your Yeah, name. your advantage, you know, he's little. Only yes. a few inches from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then we play a variation on find. We play hide and seek. So I'll yeah. tell them to wait in another room. I run down to the other side of the house. I call them, but then I hide someplace. Mm-hmm. And it's actually surprising to me. They come in all, ah, ah, usually both of my dogs will be looking for me. And they come through so excited that they'll often miss me the first time <laughs> they come through the room. There's another IQ test. <laughs> Are they just looking or are they using their scenting abilities? I, they're looking the first go around. <laughs> and if I just stand very still behind the door, they may just rush through or stand in the bathtub. So, you know, I get silly. Yeah. And if I'm not giggling, um, then they'll rush through. Then they come back more slowly using their nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they find me, oh, great joy, we all run up and down the hall together and have a great day. Now, you can take that a step further and teach them to recognize the names of people in the household. Oh, yeah. I do that with Teddy. When yeah. Kayla, again, teenager, get up in the morning for school, now that school's going to start shortly, mm-hmm. we had to practice that, so, because we were on vacations, like, Teddy, go wake up Kayla, mm-hmm. he'll go exactly to her room and jump up there. <laughs> we need, you should explain Teddy's size. Yeah, he um is close to 100 pounds now, so I guess German 100 shepherd. pound German Shepherd jumping on you to wake you up will wake With you up. With a very huge wet tongue. Yeah, there is very no loud <laughs> grumbling because the barrel. <laughs> yeah, that'll wake anybody up. There is no snooze button on a teddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, not. the other thing is when you have uh, someone in the house who goes, Liz, could you bring me the Phillips screwdriver? And you're busy, uh, huh? You hand the screwdriver to the Australian Shepherd and say, Riker, go find Paul. There you go. And uh, pretty soon I hear a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yep, yep. Works very well, especially uh-huh. if you're in the middle of doing something when the other person calls you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got some friends, uh, husband and wife, that live in a small town nearby with an avocado grove on their property. And they can use walkie-talkies, they can use their cell phones, but it's so much more fun to tie a note to their <laughs> Aussie's oh, collar to the That's fun. and say, go find dad and tell him it's time for lunch, and boom, and it's thrilling for the dog. It's like Lassie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go find Timmy in the well. <laughs> Bring him a note. <laughs> yeah, dinner's ready. <laughs> so, yeah, get on your ATV and get home for dinner. But, fun, you know, think of fun stuff that you can do like that, uh, whether it's waking up your teenager or just playing a fun game or actually looking for lost keys and lost cell phones in the house, you know. Yep. Let your dog feel useful and have some fun while you're doing it. One of my favorite tricks is the ABC game. Ah, yes. Because that astounds so many people. <laughs> it's really very simple, but everybody's astounded by it. You go to a craft store and get uh, three wooden letters that are cut out. Not the little kids' blocks, but the wooden letters, like A, B, and C. About three or four inches high. Sure. Or if you're going to do it for therapy dog visits, even bigger, because it's more easily seen. Then you take uh, one of the letters and a bowl full of small treats, have your dog sit in front of you, and teach him touch. 
So, gently, 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 not whacking, but gently touch his nose, the letter to his nose, and then immediately pop a treat in his mouth. So you're not whopping him on the nose with the letter, but gently <laughs> touching. We've seen that. Oh, yeah. Touch, bam. Wait a minute. Don't smack your dog on the nose. Beaten to death by the alphabet. <laughs> Touch and treat. Now, your timing is very, very important because you're touching the, the letter to his nose and immediately popping the treat in his mouth. You want to build a relationship here, a behavior trait. Touch this letter means you get a really good treat. And then you can teach him uh, the name of the letter once he's got the touchdown. Touch A, treat, touch A, treat, touch A, treat. Three or four times, get up, go away, come back, do it again later. Do not do this until the dog is absolutely bored silly, but just a little bit at a time. Then come back with the B. Touch B, treat, touch B, treat, touch B, treat. Then hold out both A and B and ask your dog touch A. If he has absolutely no idea and he just touches randomly, go back to the first steps again and repeat it. But if you see him thinking, wait a minute, mom said touch A. Oh, and touch, make a big deal over it. We call that jackpot treats. Woohoo, you're thinking, yeah, good boy. And eventually you can work up to the dog recognizing several letters. Have him spell his name. Uh, mm-hmm. Put up a bunch of letters on a little prop them up. Spell your name. Touch W A L T E R for Walter. Uh, then when you go on your therapy dog visits and you astound people, or better yet, if you go to a daycare center, a special education classroom, whoa, the dogs can read. The dogs can spell. Exactly. <laughs> and we've exactly. even had some teachers use that as motivation for the kids. Oh, you're not doing as good on your reading as... Riker is. There you go. Riker's doing a better job with reading. I'm sure if you work really hard before Riker comes back next week, your reading can be just as good as his. Mm-hmm. Great motivation. Definitely. <laughs> and then you can teach your dogs names of toys. Certainly. Recognize toys as well. Whether it's a bone, a ball, Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> your flying monkey toy. <laughs> oh, we love the flying, and the flying pig. And the flying pig. I was having fun oh, with that I, one. I, 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 okay, yeah. this is kind of a private joke. You better explain that. Well, oh. you bought the toys. Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing with them. There's a line of toys that when you, sna- you're never, they're meant to fly through the air. So when you snap them, they like a rubber re- band tube looking thing. Yeah. Surgical tube Sur- kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. To make them fly through the air. And so each critter has a recorded appropriate sound. You know, the pig oinks and the, the monkey. So each of these toys has the appropriate sound they make when they're flying through the air, whether the pig is oinking or the monkey is... What is monkey? Well, the sad part is the pig is oinking as he goes through the air, so it's like, oink! (laughs) (laughs) But it's fun! And the chicken and the rooster. (laughs) I use them on... uh, I use them many times, but primarily for our group brush-up class. Um... As a distraction, while the dogs are doing a downstay, uh, got these sounded stuffed animals flying through the air, all around and in front of and behind the dogs, and they still have to listen to their owners. Yes, <laughs> and yet the owners and us are having so much fun with fun. those toys. Yep, yep. But you can still teach your dog the names of the toys so they can go get them. <laughs> and put them or, or hide them. <laughs> yeah. 
so they're no longer tormented. Yes, I have Miss Piggy. Okay, where can I hide Miss Piggy? <laughs> Mom likes Miss Piggy too much. <laughs> All right, so we'll take a break real quick, take a listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back, and we'll talk about some trick training because that's fun training too. So hold on, we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Fluff your feathers, roll out your tongue, shine your fins, snap on your leashes, and grab your human. It's the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo. Two full days of pet-tastic fun that no pet lover should miss. Join us for shopping, the Barks and Couture Fashion Show, Dream Pet Wedding, Ultimate Pet Makeover, Pet Communicator, Rescue Me Pet Adoption, Service Dog Demonstration, and tons of fun contests. Bring your pets and join us at the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo, Saturday, September 27th, and Sunday, September September 28th at the Kentucky Expo Center. For more information, go to LouisvillePetExpo.com. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with my friends Petra and Kate. And today we're talking about fun training, fun stuff you can do with your dog. And obviously trick training is about the most fun you can have. And people have a tendency to think trick training is 
roll over and play dead, shake hands, bow, but there's a lot more to it than that. And Walter being our star in the making. <laughs> okay, you better explain that. Star under self-preservation. <laughs> and he knows so many cool things. When Walter was a puppy, I remember telling Kate, keep this little booger's mind busy because he's way too smart. Mind and body, yes. yes. He's very active in both. Told you that when I got him for you. Yeah, thanks again. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. so but look what he taught you. Yeah, look what good trainer he's made you. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely done that. <laughs> it's been a challenge. <laughs> so to keep him busy mentally and physically, uh, we've worked our way through as many trick books and uh, any, any hint of a trick, and we'll try to learn it. Retrieving his toys by name, spinning one way, spinning the other way. People are very fond of his play dead. So I point my finger at him, say shoot, and he falls over to his side. But I like his, his finish to that. Be healed. healed. You're like, oh, yeah. Be healed. <laughs> That's his release from being playing dead. Well, because, you know, great. every now and then I get somebody who goes, oh, I, I couldn't make my dog play dead. That's just too mean. So I was like, okay, tell him to take a nap. That's fine, you know. But putting in the be healed afterwards to let him get back up, that seems to make him feel better. Yes, yes. Be it, funny. It's like any act. If you get a laugh, you keep it in the act. Right. Oh, right. definitely. Right. Definitely. So what are some easy tricks that people can start with? That they Maybe someone who's done some basic obedience, but they've never taught their dog a trick. Probably one of the easy ones is spin. Spin it's really is good. It's, it's pretty simple. I mean, you have your dog standing, put a treat in their nose, and slowly either turn them to the right or left. And dogs are either left-handed or right-handed, I guess you can say. And some may turn easier to the right or the left. But then you can teach them to opposite. I know mm -hmm. you, Walter and Keeley will do it. Well, you know, I can have them spin and then reverse, and that's the opposite direction. Find the direction they are most easily mm -hmm. moving in and work on that one first. Right. When they've got that really, really good down, then try the opposite direction with another word. And it's nice. I mean, you teach it with a treat, guide the nose around, and make a full circle. And pretty soon, if you're consistent, you're just doing it with a finger and then with the word. And it, I think that's always a fun one to do. And then see how fast they can spin. I do that. But don't, spin, 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 spin. don't make them spin so far, so fast that they throw up. Well, no, yeah, not that many times. But if you do three or four in a row, cool, spin, spin, spin. it's fun. And Keely loves it. I, mean, I know. She barking up on her back legs, spinning. <laughs> So, yeah, just basic ideas. Uh, treat at the nose, lead the nose where you want the body to go. Mm -hmm. So make a great big circle at the beginning, leaning over your dog. Progressively bringing your hand up a little bit higher, a smaller circle indication with your hand, until you can just make a little gesture of a spin. Yeah. And your dog will fly around. Now, it may take weeks, but you're having fun the whole time, and that's the point. I mean, dogs, I think, learn fast. If you're having fun, using treats, and they're laughing. Yes. Dogs know Sorry. what laughter is. Yep, yep. Even mm -hmm. for the bad things, if you laugh something neg or bad that they're doing, but you're laughing, but you know you shouldn't. Dogs like cool. Let's do this again. Now you've created a bad habit. But yeah. laughter, you know again, what? That's motivated the fun them. with a trick. Is you take that bad habit, you put a funny name on it. Yeah, yeah. And then it becomes a trick, not a bad habit. Yep. Dogs is not dangerous mm -hmm. to people or animals. <laughs> 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 well, we talk about that in our training classes too. If the dog paws too much. He's got that mm -hmm. pop all the time. Teach your dog to shake hands. Put it under control. Put a name on it. Exactly. Reward the dog for it. And then when you don't want him to shake, you can tell him no shake. Mm -hmm. 
and that way it's under control. Mm-hmm. And if he's learned that shaking on command gets him a reward, why would he continue to do it if you're not giving him a reward and actually saying, oh, no, not right now. No, forget it. Right. Wrong mm-hmm. answer. Try again. Thank you for playing. Shaking or shake. The Give me your paw. Whatever people call it. Some That's dogs, an easy one. Some dogs will pick up their paw when you offer your hand out. Uh-huh. And they'll do that. Others, uh, a little tickle. I, don't, yeah. I try not to lift because I want them to use their own muscles. Right. Get in that habit as well. And they seem to learn faster by doing rather than allowing themselves to be moved. You want the dog to think that shake means pick up my paw and give it to you, not mm-hmm. wait for you to pick it up and manipulate it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's time for your manicure. <laughs> and then once you teach shake or paw, then you can always have other paw. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and teach him the other one. And I know I do that with Bashir, and I'll get him bounce, bouncing back and forth. Shake, paw, other paw, other paw, other paw. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, back yep. and forth. Until he starts to get frustrated and goes... Here you go. (laughs) And then we've done it where the shake can then turn into a wave. wave. High five. Or after we saw the horse show Cavalia, I started teaching uh, Bashir Spanish dressage with that high step. (laughs) That was so funny. I didn't follow through and make him do it too far, but I got at least five or six steps up. (laughs) Nice big high step and trotter steps. Uh (laughs) It was great fun. Definitely. So what are some other tricks that beginners can teach? I like crawl. You oh, know, start from the lay down. Mm-hmm. Um, use the treat to have to pull your dog's nose forward low to the ground and a hand on the shoulders just to keep them down, not, not to mash him in place. We want him to move. Or if you've got a little dog, you can crawl under your knee mm-hmm. if you sit on the ground. Under a chair, under a coffee table, uh-huh. depending on the size of the dog. As long as they don't stand up under the coffee table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's how one of my dogs ended up with a broken leg because yeah. the bigger dog stood up under the coffee table and knocked it over on his foot. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Was, oh, goodness. Yeah. That was how oh. Riker broke his paw as a baby puppy. Oh, poor Riker. Yes, just stood up and then I promptly got rid of the table and gave it to Petra. Yeah, I have it now. It's really I'm, nice. I blame the table. Looks <laughs> great in my house and I have no issues. <laughs> Don't let it knock over again. It'll probably kill Keely. I know. Jeez. I think the last time I saw it, it was up against a wall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. But it works there. <laughs> also, look for things that your dog does naturally. I mean, I taught Walter to do a play bow by using treats and shaping his body. But uh, another friend, her dog would bow to her every morning as a, a good morning. Sort of, hey, how... How are we doing? Let's start the day. Mm -hmm. So every time she would play bow, she would say, thank you, Miss Molly. What a nice bow. And really uh, reward her for that until eventually Molly caught on. Oh, what I'm doing is the name bow. Now she can ask for a bow at other times and places. That's with me. It was Walter sneezing. I noticed that as a puppy, if I sneezed or anybody in the room sneezed, he would get highly offended, (laughs) sneeze back and then leave. So, he is a weird dog. Yes. Yeah. That's my boy. So I started putting a name to it, and now I can sneeze at him, and he'll sneeze back. And he doesn't have to leave the room. He'll stick around for his praise. And, and teaching sneeze can come from different ways. You taught Shasta an interesting oh way. God. Shasta was my bloomer lassie from, oh, was it? Well, Kayla. Yeah, Kayla. so 16 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I was pregnant with Kayla. <laughs> 
And all us women who know when you're pregnant, you use the bathroom a lot because all of a sudden they're sitting on your bladder. Well, and especially this was a big kid. <laughs> yeah. So, and Shasta was my shadow. She was, you know, the best dog ever. So she'd sit there with me, kept the company as I sit there in the bathroom. So for one day, I mistakenly was trying to get something on her nose and she was so sensitive, she sneezed. I thought, well, that's interesting. So let me try it again. And she'd sneeze. So it was, I lightly, for her, it was a light touch on the nose. She sneezed. I put a command to it. She was what? The awesome sneezer. She would sneeze anytime, anywhere, <laughs> anyhow. That was just fun. And so every time we'd, like, again, run to the bathroom, sit on the toilet. And it's like, she has to sneeze. Well, chew. And it'd be a loud, good one. It's like, yeah, nice job. Now, Bashir, I taught him to sneeze. Uh, different circumstance. I was bored. <laughs> We were doing some training demonstrations in a in a uh, pet supply store parking lot, and uh, they hadn't done much publicity, so it was really kind of dead. <laughs> and uh, at one point, I was sitting in the lawn chair under the shade awning, and Bashir was with me. And I don't know why sneeze came to mind, but I just started teaching him to sneeze. And we had plenty of time. And in one big <laughs> training session, I got so I could go, <gasps> and he'd sneeze. Yep. <laughs> And now, if he wants attention, he'll sit in front of me and sneeze. <laughs> we worked so hard at it, he knows, ah, that'll get mom's attention. That's what I try to talk to my students in my trick training classes. You know, part of the fun of finding the cue that makes them do the behavior you want, that's fun. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just telling Bashir sneeze didn't do it. Right. But by going, oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> so there's three dogs, and you three touch different the ways. Nose. I, yeah. I was... So yeah. finding the reaction, and that helps you kind of get inside your dog's head, which in Walter's place, head is kind of scary and dark. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But <laughs> scary and dark. <laughs> Sorry, Walter. Yeah. You know, I love you, but it's true. Just getting in and finding what makes them think, how they think, the cues that make them do behavior, that's, uh, it, that's part of the journey, not just the end. Right. Well, it's been an interesting <laughs> interesting podcast. If anything, we've, uh, we've given you a chance to think about having fun with your dog, whether it be teaching him games, whether it be teaching him tricks, whether it's been uh, doing some silly things like taking your dog to a playground. There's a new park opened up near my husband's and my house, and it has one of those fun kids' playgrounds on it. And I'll tell a story on my boy now. <laughs> they have two parts to the playground. One is for kids, I think, 5 to 12 years of age. And one is for 12 and over, something like that. They've got those swings, you know, the soft rubber fabric oh, swings right. now. You know, right. they don't use hard ones anymore because right. I knock kids' teeth out. So a soft swing. So I took Riker, our silly puppy adolescent, and I lifted him up so that oh, his... Oh, you mean Archer. Oh, Archer. I'm Archer. like, Riker, he's almost no. 10. No, no, <laughs> Which dog? Not Riker. Archer. Archer. Archer, the puppy. <laughs> lifted him up so his chest was in the seat of the swing. And then I pushed it. Oh, and so funny. his front end, his chest is in the swing and his back legs are going, walk, 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 walk. Back, 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 back. Walk, 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 walk. Back, 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 back. And I am laughing so hard. I know this is public radio, but I almost peed my pants. <laughs> and then gradually his momentum stopped and he hopped out. But uh, because I was laughing, he wasn't offended that I was laughing at him. He was having a good time, too. His little Aussie 
tail butt was just a wiggling all over the place. And when we walked by now, he asked to go to the swing. Oh, Even funny. though it was silly and funny, he asked to go to the swing. And when my husband was walking with us last Sunday, I took him over and Archer actually jumped himself into the swing. <laughs> and Paul was almost a little offended because this is supposed to be his puppy. <laughs> but he did laugh too. <laughs> so again, you can have fun anywhere. You can make fun anywhere with your dog. And that's the important part of it. It's I've good for your relationship, good for your training. I've spent many a happy moment on a slide with various dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can oh, remember yeah. when they had the old-fashioned metal ones. Yeah. And you had a German Shepherd that German did it. Shepherd. And Hans, my German Shepherd back then would do it. Just climb up all by himself. I'd sit there and watch. Climb up the ladder and slide down and climb up and slide down. In over one of my photo over. albums, I have pictures of this 100-pound German Shepherd who, very dignified, he was a certified search and rescue dog. He had advanced obedience degrees. I mean, this was an incredibly dignified, intelligent, well-trained German Shepherd who would not debase himself for anything, racing kids to cut the line to climb up the ladder of the slide, to slide <laughs> down the slide, race the kids again to cut the line. And, of course, the kids are all laughing and giggling, and I beat him, I beat him, hey, he cut the line, he cut the line. <laughs> and he would go up and down that slide until the kids were exhausted. It was, it was fun, great fun. Yep. So anyway, hope we got you thinking. Have fun with your dog. Be imaginative. Teach him lots of tricks. I think we have offended Walter. He's sitting here staring <laughs> at me right now. Apparently we have uh, invaded that dark space in his mind. <laughs> well, you're the one that taught him the trick of opening the screen door. So he said his name once too many times. He had to come in here Come to see. What's yeah, but on? he didn't open the door. He went through the hole in the screen. <laughs> oh, I heard the screen. Oh, well, unless Bashir opened it. <laughs> Anyway, that's it, folks. We'll see you on our next podcast. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.